And we're live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Wasting Our 20s. I'm Junior. I'm Alex. And welcome. If this is your first time here, it's just two brothers wasting our 20s, talking about nothing. Yeah, so uh, so as I'm sure people can tell who are listening to this, sounds a lot better. So uh, we found out what the issue was. So like we talked about in the episode Back to Work, um, the old computer we were using died, so we had to go out and buy a new one. Turns out um, this new one... I don't know what kind of audio settings these are. I don't know who the fuck designs this as like a selling point. But apparently the default settings for all the microphones is ass. So we had to fix it to put it to a normal human being settings. They were designed to have shitty AM reception type fucking sound quality. I don't know what's wrong with it. Yeah, so basically it was sounding like we were talking through an AM radio. But now it should actually sound like regular human beings in 2019 so that's the hope that's the dream hopefully it sounds like that to you we'll give it a listen before we post it but it oh. should be good now yep all right uh by the way exciting news our audience has gone from two listeners to seven listeners alex that's right we've more than upped our audience by 300 percent, alex that's just good math that's what i call that right there yeah think about it didn't you think about what then we upped it by 300 percent. no i didn't think about are you sure we upped it by 300% or did we up it by 200% making it 300% of the old audience? No, what I'm saying is we upped it by more than 300% because 100% would have gave us four listeners. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that so been then what would 200% have been six listeners? So what would 300% have been eight listeners? Yeah, but I haven't checked it recently, so maybe we've got more. So I'm assuming it's upwards of more than 300 yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That up by a certain number of percent is fucking difficult to talk about. It's made is it's made it's made stupid. I don't like it. That's what I'm talking about. We're at three hundred percent of our old listeners, but we've increased it by two hundred percent. Okay, see, I was thinking totals. No, That's no, why. no. Because when you say you increase it by your then yeah, that doesn't count the original two. Got it. I'm on it. All right, we're on the same page now. All right, guys. So again, we do take uh, suggestions from our audience. So if you guys would like us to talk about anything, just let us know. Uh, last week we got a suggestion to talk about uh, some conspiracy theories. Alex, would you like to lead us? Okay, brother Junior, I'm gonna lead you. <laughs> I'm gonna lead us in the Bible study of conspiracy theories. You know what's funny? Alex Jones the, is the church is the pope of this church of conspiracy theories. Yeah. So we will defer to him. Alex, go ahead. <laughs> May we ask that he bless this nonsense? Anyway, so reality conspiracy theories. So there's actually a. Uh, so it, it's kind of weird talking to people about conspiracy theories because they're always like, you know, oh, what crazy people believe in. Yeah. But crazy till it's true. Yeah. But the 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 fascinating thing about conspiracy theories is that there's the where the word conspiracy comes from, which is basically a group of people deciding to do something usually criminal, I think. To conspire. Yeah. They're conspiring to commit a crime. In fact, I think that's actually a legal term. Or do something shady. Yeah. Conspiring, uh, conspiring a criminal act. Yeah. Um, but basically, the the ones I find most fascinating are the ones that turn out to be true in the end, mm-hmm. um, or ones that are just discovered. Like for instance, I didn't know this. I didn't know that there's a whole conspiracy to murder JFK. I thought John Wilkes Booth acted alone, shot him, then was caught and hanged for it. It was a fucking conspiracy. You're thinking Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. What I say? You said JFK. Abraham Lincoln. Yes. <laughs> JFK was also assassinated. Yeah, but I knew what you meant. I knew Lee Harvey meant. Oswald. Yeah, you hit there, John Wick's booth and I knew where you were at. I caught on. Yeah, I misspoke there, but yeah. Uh, Abraham you. Lincoln, I didn't know that John Wilkes booth, there was a conspiracy of people who wanted to assassinate him. I thought it was one guy. 
Um, but yeah, so basically the the way that story goes is that John Wilkes Booth is an actor in the North at the time. I think in New York is where he was assassinated. Um, but basically, um, he's an actor and he feels like, you know, the South is going to rise again. And he feels like that he should take it upon himself to be the martyr for the cause. Um, so he has this grand idea that during a play, he's, uh, he's going to walk up to Lincoln's booth, uh, because he regularly went to go watch plays and he had like a specific booth he sat in. So he's like, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna shoot him in the back of the head. I'm a, I'm a front flip off his booth onto the stage like a badass, make my grand soliloquy and run out. And he's like, that's my plan. He met some other people that were staying at a hotel and they're like, listen, we like that plan. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna be waiting around the city for you and we're basically gonna make sure that you have a way out because once you assassinate Abraham Lincoln, the city's gonna go on lockdown. So we need to make sure that you have a way out of the city. Mm-hmm. So his conspirators basically you know, assisted him on his escape out of the city and that's how he eventually got out of New York even though eventually the he army caught, caught up right. with him. Yeah. Um, and that's why a bunch of people were hung for it was because it was a conspiracy to do it. Yeah. But the execution of it's actually pretty funny. So, um, well, not J- not not Abraham Lincoln getting shot in the back of the head. He actually did that correctly. He put a pistol in the back of his head, blew his brains out. Everyone didn't even know what happened. He said a phrase in Latin too, didn't he? Uh, well, he he wanted to do it on the stage, so he flipped off of the booth and landed on the stage. However, he broke his ankle on the fall, yeah, and so he couldn't really say anything because he was in a lot of pain. Shattered it, didn't he? Uh, I don't know if he shattered it, but definitely broke. So basically, he just kind of hobbled out of the theater <laughs> like after breaking his leg. I like your hobbling right there. I like the fake yeah, hobbling. Yeah, the, the fake hobbling. Mo- yeah. yeah, he basically had a hobble on there. was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, was that a gunshot? Like, why'd he fall onto the stage? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. And then finally, uh, you know, people realized that, that he assassinated Lincoln and that he ran out. So then, like, they shut down the city they're like you know we're gonna go door to door basically finding this guy because you know he was a famous actor at that theater yeah. like everyone knew who that dude was <laughs> like they were like pretty bold they were like i wonder it. who that guy was they're like isn't that john wilkes booth why did he just flip out of the president's booth like what just happened think about it that's like if mark Wahlberg right now would shoot president trump like people wouldn't know who the fuck he is or something like that if he did that in Boston, like where everyone knows who he is, <laughs> yeah. like he's a fucking like everyone really knows where he who yeah, he is you know what i'm saying that's the that's the equivalent of that yeah, or actually, probably a better equivalent would be like Tom Brady and Gillette Stadium assassinating someone because they'd be like, "Isn't that Tom Brady? <laughs> Doesn't he play here like every weekend for like for like eighteen weekends out of the year? Like, what's he doing? Like, why'd he do that?" Yeah, I don't know, man. Crazy guy, crazy guy. Yeah, so you know, it it it's more like that. But yeah, that that's a I didn't even know that one was a conspiracy for a long time. Yeah. But uh, I read a book on it, and I was like, that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. So I actually read a little bit earlier, man, about uh, a couple conspiracies by JFK. Did you know that there is more than a thousand books written about the JFK conspiracy of his death? Yeah. And there's multiple theories about what happened, too. Yeah. And look, this is the thing, though. Over 900, 90% of them, so basically over 900 of them, are associated with three people that are responsible uh fidel castro the u.s government and the cia Uh so somehow there are even books that link all three of them all working together to dethrone jfk but yeah so there that was some of the more popular beliefs is that jfk was killed by his own government because he was too liberal or something like that is what i was reading they didn't want him ushering america into an era because it wasn't that time yet 
Like, it, it wasn't time for JFK to be put in place, so they took him out. But then again, they also tied the JFK thing into a bigger conspiracy about the whole Kennedy family. Because, you know, Robert Kennedy also got shot. His brother? Yeah. And then his, I think the last one died, like, in a plane crash. Yeah. Yeah, so there's another whole big Kennedy thing, too, saying that the CIA was taking out the whole family because the whole family was linked to, like, a secret organization that was funded by uh, Cubans and Fidel Castro. Well, the Kennedys were basically American royalty. They had been politicians for, like, a long time, or at least wealthy Americans since, like, the beginning of America. Yeah, they were, like, Rockefellers and stuff like that. Like they were. Well, they weren't that rich, but they were pretty rich. No, but that's what I mean. Like, they're a prominent family of their time. Yeah. Well, Rockefeller was different because he wasn't. I think he was born poor, and he was a self-made billionaire, basically. Yeah, and they just really cornered the whole market. Did you know, actually, that there was a law made against monopolizing uh, like the railroad industry and industries like that to keep guys like that, like Rockefeller and them, to stop doing that? Yeah. And you know what they did? They sold off shares of their company. You see what I'm saying? Because if you were the only owner, you, you couldn't monopolize anything. However, though, if you had four or more people that owned one business then technically you know what i'm saying they you can monopolize other things because you're not the sole leader so it's not like you're doing this takeover type thing yeah well basically how it ended up fucking them was that uh standard oil owned everything they own all the gas stations they own all the oil refineries they own everything um uh in a practice that uh that Rockefeller called vertical integration so basically if you control the production the transportation and the selling of the item, you own all three. No, you can make the price whatever you want because yeah. you can say it costs so much to produce. You can say it costs so much to transport, and therefore the price of the item has to be so much. And then you own it fucking all. Yeah, you own it outright. Yeah, I mean, there no one can really fuck with what you got. Yeah. So uh, the U.S. government they had an antitrust act to uh, to basically break up Standard Oil. The only problem is. The way it worked is because technically they can't take away his company from him. He owns the company. Yeah. But they basically divided up Standard Oil into like four or five companies. Yeah. The only problem is he has to maintain the same number of shares in each company. So now not so now he wasn't just the owner of Standard Oil. He was the owner of like Exxon, Mobil, Shell, uh, Dino, I think. Uh, but he's basically like all of a sudden, he's not the owner of one oil company. He's the owner of five. Yes. It's like, what the fuck? It's like, and then he made even more money because he owned all five of them. So even though technically it wasn't a monopoly, he pretty much monopolized That's it. That's what I'm saying. They found loopholes against that shit, man. It's you like... Can't, can't keep a good brother down. What I know. I <laughs> well, well, the crazy... Can't keep a mad scientist down. The crazy thing about Rockefeller is that he was someone who his entire life believed... So you know how in the Bible they talk about a tithe? Yes. So whatever... So however much income you make... A certain percentage, I think it's 10%, is supposed to go to the church. Yes. He did that his entire life, even when he was rolling in it. Really? 10% of everything he he made to went into church? churches. Uh, well, to the church, but I don't know if it was like the, the exact Vatican? same church. Oh. No, he wasn't Catholic. He was some kind of Protestant. I don't oh, remember what kind. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, but and then uh, later in his life, um, I think he got basically, because uh, J.P. Morgan also owned a lot because he, he was a banker. He owned some of the patents for, or uh, he was the guy who bankrolled Edison, uh, J.P. Morgan, for some of his inventions. So, dude had a lot of cash. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of their lives, him and Rockefeller, basically uh, kind of like um, Gates and, uh, who's the guy for Apple Jobs? 
where yes, they basically Steve got Jobs. into a competition of who can give away the most money to charity. That's come there's so many Rockefeller buildings in different colleges because he would donate so much to different colleges for arts, for sciences, for everything. Because, you know, at the end of his life, you know, he's like, I made all this money. I've donated like I'm supposed to do the church. I'm still exceptionally wealthy. I can do more for people. So he just started donating tons of money. Like, I think there's a, he actually, uh, I think he actually has a Rockefeller. Isn't there a Rockefeller University, actually? I don't know. Don't. I know for sure there are definitely built Rockefeller buildings and universities. I think yeah. there's a Rockefeller library in a lot of cities because he was just giving out money, dude. That's pretty cool, though. That's yeah, really not nice a conspiracy, but fucking someone really, really generous. Yeah, just a generous motherfucker. Oh, but so look, back to the conspiracy thing, though. Have you heard about the genocide conspiracies? Which ones? So there's uh, the two most popular are the black genocide conspiracy theory and the white genocide conspiracy theory so check this out so this is an article that i pulled up earlier right that i was reading so in the united states the black genocide conspiracy theory holds the view that african americans are the victims of genocide instituted by white americans lynchings and racial discrimination were formally described as genocide by the civil rights congress in 1951 malcolm x also talked about black genocide in the early 1960s public funding of the pill was also described as black genocide at the first black power conference in 1967. Did you you know that? They said that they made the morning after pill to so that way uh, black people would stop uh, reproducing so much because apparently they they just gave it away in like what they called it was low income housing. But basically it was like ghettos and shit. They would just give the pills to to people. You know what I mean? Like the morning after pills. Yeah. And so it was said to control the black population because all they were doing was getting pregnant and making more babies and stuff like that. So yeah, that happened. And then in 1970, after abortion was more widely legalized, some black militants depicted abortion as being part of the conspiracy. And then it goes deeper to say that uh, some African-Americans started believing that the government released crack and, um, and heroin, and they released crack in the 80s and heroin in the 60s into, into black communities. They would give like people a bunch of drugs and they told them to sell it. And then that way they would sell it to each other and kill each other off by, you know, shooting to take over drug properties and, you know, just basically killing each other to get money to do this. Now, we're on the contrary, though, white genocide conspiracy theory is a white nationalist notion that immigration, integration, low fertility rates and abortion are being promoted in predominantly white countries in order to turn white people into a minority or cause their exist- extinction. A 2017 study in France by IFOP, for example, found that 48% of participants believed without evidence that political and media elites are conspiring to replace white people with immigrants. So th- their form of like the white genocide is that the country, this country and other pre- uh, predominantly white countries are allowing tons of like black immigrants and stuff like that into the country to make the white man a minority and push him out. Okay. Fucking wild. That is wild. Right? Who would have thought white people the victim of a conspiracy? <laughs> hey, there's conspiracy for everybody. Did you know there's a conspiracy against the uh, uh, against the Catholic Church? Also against Islam? Every, every major religion has a conspiracy theory against them that they were brought here to America to push out the popular uh, reigning religion. So you know how like back then, you know, back in the settler days and stuff like that, they, they all basically followed one religion and stuff like that? Well, not really. They were escaping religious persecution from England. Yeah. So they came over here to escape that shit. Then they were saying 
that they sent certain people here to preach certain religions to push out the old way. So that's why they're saying Catholicism came here was because a pope wanted to push Catholicism really hard in the United States and push out all that other shit. And then they're saying that's why Christianity, uh, uh, Catholicism came to replace Christianity because Christianity came here and did a big push first. Then they brought Catholicism. Then now they're saying that uh, some people believe that Islam is that new religion that's being introduced into America to push out uh, Catholicism and Christianity. And so they're just saying that new religions are being made up to push out the, the ways of the old, basically, by by the government power to keep the masses like uh, divided, basically. Because, you know, think about it. What do you argue most about with people? Politics and religion. You know what I'm saying? They say you can never talk to anybody about politics or religion because, you know, nobody sees it the same, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean... I get where that conspiracy comes from, but it doesn't really make sense if you really think about it. Cause what? Cause how do the religions get here? They don't come by themselves. It's not like you send one man on a boat with a book and it's like do your best. No. It comes with the people. Yes. And it's just based on when they came here. Cause you got to think about. It. Cause who was here first? The Protestants, the Protestants who were being persecuted in Europe. Yes. And then they came over here for religious freedom. Correct. To practice Protestantism because yes. in a lot of places all over Europe. There was Catholicism, and then in England, it was uh, the Anglican Church, mm -hmm. and it was basically Catholicism, but the king can divorce. Yeah. Basically what uh, yeah, I remember that. the <laughs> Anglican Church is. A lot of people were upset about that. Uh, well, you know, you do what you can. When you're the king, you're like, well, probably shouldn't <laughs> kill my wife. When you're the king, it's not do what you can, it's do what you want. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then, you know, then with the Catholicism, or that was all the Irish, that was... Uh, the other uh, the Italians all those Europeans bringing Catholicism with them plus Mexico yeah. uh, to the south was also uh, was also Catholicism yeah because they came from Spain and that's what they that's their major religion right and then now with Islam is because all the Is uh, all the Muslim immigrants coming from a lot of the wars Middle East and all types of stuff a lot of wars yeah. you know a lot of areas you know they talk about how Arab Spring was actually like just a massive failure a what Arab Spring do you remember what that is no. So in 2012 is when the uprisings in like northern Africa and certain countries in uh, the Middle East, mm -hmm. how like they started basically having uprisings. It was called Arab Spring because it started in March of 2012, I think. I think Egypt ended up overthrowing its dictator, um, Libya, Tunisia, um, Syria. Anyway, it was a bunch of different um, Muslim countries. Yeah. The only problem is, a lot of the time people find out that, you know, the dictator you know is better than the evil you, you don't. don't. Yeah, I've heard that. Uh, because at least you know this guy's bad, but you know what pisses him off. Yeah. You know, that's why they kept Fidel in power for so long, because they didn't know the evil that was going to follow him, Yeah, right? that's that's why the U.S.'s policy for a long time was that, let's appease these dictators, because we know they're evil, and we know they do fucked up shit to their people, but we know that we can we can reason with them. We know how we can get on good terms with them, and they're not on the other person's side. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but then the problem is that when you have these uh, uprisings where you push these people out, all of a sudden, who are the people who are most drawn to power? Fucking crazy people who want power. Let's be honest. Yeah, so it's like a seismic shift in a yeah, direction. But then the problem is you you get this power vacuum and everyone's scrambling for it all at once. Because no one knew who was in charge of the Arab Spring. Because in reality, there was no one in charge. So there was not one figurehead who was easily going to become. So there was so there was not like a clear line of succession, basically. Yeah. 
So basically you get like all this infighting where like people and political move maneuvering that eventually turns to violence because then all of a sudden there's different camps. They want different things and want their guy leading because they feel like their way is the best way. And then, you know, it just gets fucking crazy. And basically that happened in basically like all these countries. Yeah. So like a lot of them are still shit. Like, I mean, you saw what happened to Syria. ISIS yeah. happened. But you know what's fucked up about ISIS? What's up? There's speculation that the U.S. started them. They funded them. Yes, they uh, actually. I was watching a documentary on the weekly about that shit. That there was this guy who had started ISIS, right? Because he uh, he was against uh, Saddam Hussein, right? right? And he wanted to overthrow him, and that was his little group. He they were called ISIS, and they were trying to overthrow Saddam Hussein. And they were saying in the documentary that there's proof that the U.S. funded ISIS to help them overthrow Saddam Hussein. But then they kept all the weapons uh, that they gave them and all types of other stuff, and then they were building and building, and then they became a terrorist group after the original the original leader of ISIS that they were helping fund and stuff like that. He was actually overthrown inside of ISIS because of this radical believer was saying that he was being too passive. Because he was saying now that you know Saddam Hussein was overthrown, he's like, all right, cool, guys. Mission accomplished. Let's just break up. You know, We can still be friends hit me up later, you know what I'm saying, we'll go bowling or some shit, and this dude that was like his number two didn't like that shit, and he was like, he, he just wants to roll over, and he's clearly just an American dog, you know what I mean, they tell him what to do, and he does it, and so they overthrew him, and then it became a terrorist cell, according to some, like I said, some sketchy documentation that has been loosely proven. Yeah, like I said, it's all, uh, like I said, it's always crazy when stuff comes out to be true. Yeah. Um, like another big one was for a long time there was uh, theories because all of a sudden out of nowhere after World War II NASA found all these good Germans who were just hiding out in Nazi Germany yeah. not doing Nazi shit yeah. to be rocket scientists for the NASA program and everyone's like wow that's pretty Hold interesting up. that you found a bunch of uh, good Germans just hiding out in Nazi Germany yeah. not doing Nazi shit but, want, but somehow have the ability to become rocket scientists and Hitler didn't use them at all. Right. They weren't they weren't out there shooting people's shins off, Alex. They were doing non-Nazi things. They were just there like, you know what? I have, I have a black friend, so I can't be a Nazi. Yeah, but, uh, but the crazy thing, but obviously they were actually all Nazis. They were doing Nazi shit. Like, did you, like, Warner, uh, Warner Von Braun, he's the guy who, de- who developed the Saturn II, which is the first U.S. rocket to break uh, the atmosphere and get stuff into orbit and he was instrumental in getting the Apollo missions done. Yeah. Like, he was the rocket scientist. He developed the V2 Wonder Weapon, which is basically a rocket that uh, that they were using to bomb Germ- or bomb the UK at the end of the war mm-hmm. because basically the, RA- the RAF and the Enigma machine mm-hmm. being cracked basically fucked the, the German Air Force. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Germans were having really hard times conducting um, effective uh, air raids against uh, the RAF. Yeah. Uh, plus, it was they didn't have enough oil to train new pilots. Uh, so Warner von Braun's basically like, we can use rockets because they move too fast for radar to pick up effectively, and you can't really clear out where they're gonna hit because by the time they launch and they know where it's going, mm-hmm. it's too late. Yeah. It's too late to evacuate that area. Um, but you know what he used to do. What? He would hang the five slowest workers and leave them up. So that way people could see what happened if you were trying to be slow. Because yeah. that's what some uh, Jews were doing if they were working in German factories, like uh, making um, guns or bullets or uh, or anything for the war machine. Yeah. They would intentionally 
you know, Move work slow. slowly. Yeah. So, you know what? That way the German war machine wouldn't be properly fueled. Yeah. Um, well, he's like, well, you're not going to do that here. Yeah. We're going to hang the five slowest. And if you become one of the five slowest, you're going to be up there too. Motherfucker. That's yeah, crazy. so you can say he was one of the good Germans, but he was a Nazi. <laughs> yeah. He may not have been in a concentration camp, but his factory was no cakewalk for those workers. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Like, did you know the conspiracy theory about, like, there were there being Nazi cells in South America where, like, uh, high-ranking German, uh, not Nazi, uh, not, let me not say German, uh, high-ranking Nazi officials fled to South America, you know what I mean, when the war was closing in and they abandoned Hitler, but apparently they built like this cell in South America in like Peru and Chile and Argentina is they said the biggest ones were in Argentina that they found because it turned out that it was true you know what I'm saying a lot of people were like oh man the Nazis scare you know what I'm saying they're trying to keep us scared you know what I'm saying but it turns out that really did happen but it, it, it wasn't as serious as they said they were saying that they were like Nazi cells like training Nazis again to uprise again you know what I'm saying like they were still there getting stronger making more numbers they were birthing like just pure Aryan children with the women that they took you know what I mean and then they were going to go back to Germany and then incite once again for them to rise up so you know off this loose loose belief system once again they went into South America looking for Nazis and they found them, but they were all in hiding. They had all got like deep tans. A lot of them dyed their hair and shit like that. You know how you know how uh, most of them were caught actually by their kids because their kids still had uh, blue eyes and like blonde hair and shit. A lot of them like were very fair skinned and stuff like that. That's how they find the uh, found a lot of them. Not all of them, but a lot of them that were found in hiding, especially in Argentina. Yeah, I mean, there are whole German towns in Argentina where you go there and people speak fucking German. Yeah. They're blue-eyed, uh, they're, they're blue-eyed, blonde-haired. Um, and it's funny because um, cause there was this woman, um, God, I don't remember her name. She was doing interviews for a book with uh, with people in these German towns. They're like, uh, yeah, my, my grandfather was in the war. He was a hero. And they show her a picture and it's a fucking dude in a Nazi uniform. All the fucking medals. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's a fucking Nazi. <laughs> but he don't know. The thing is, he don't know no better. It's, you know, yeah. what he's been told. Yeah, not only that, you get to write the history books in that town. That's You're right. like, this is the German history book. This is the Argentine history book. We're going to learn out of the German history book. Yeah. That and, or maybe they just incorporated them together and then... The they just, you know what I mean? God only knows what they're teaching about the U.S. Where they're like, this is a horrible, horrible corporate machine that just kills innocent Germans. You know what I mean? For no reason whatsoever. Yeah. We never who knows anything. what they're saying to them people, man? Yeah. I mean, but yeah, that's wild, though, when you really think about that shit. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, when conspiracy theories turn out to be true, it's like fucking mind-blowing shit. Because you're like, people have been saying this. Because, okay, our grandma's kind of a conspiracy theorist, but more of kind of like small bit of a nut. But anyway, so my grandma believes that the government is after her she believes that like uh when when we were younger she would be scared to take us to school or she would take like a very crazy path because she believed that helicopters were following her picking up information about her to the government because they wanted to deport her and uh ooh, that was that was wild wasn't it yeah, you remember? but anyway, the crazy thing, uh, once again, Operation Paperclip, going back to it, oh, yeah, the craziest ahead. thing, though, was they talk about how these were all the good guys, these Germans who came over to work on the on the, on the the rocket program, Yeah. but if you look at them, they all have fucking big-ass cheek scars because during the 1800s and um, during the 1890s and on, Germany, the, uh, the military schools and the universities... They had uh, they had something called academic fencing, mm-hmm. where basically they fenced, but it was different than normal fencing, where you have a tip on the end of the sword. Yes. They would take the tip off, and instead of wearing the full face mask, it was just goggles. 
And so it was considered a badge of honor that you had been fought, that you had been fencing and you had scar near your face. And they would even stuff horse hair inside their scars. So that way the scars would become more pronounced. So that way they wouldn't heal back cleanly. Yeah. They like it would actually look like a deep scar yeah, be because that was shit. masculine and it was very warlike. You know, the Germans have always been very warlike people. Ah, that's that's fucking nuts, man. It is fucking nuts. And they're like, no, these are good guys. You don't see that scar in his face? Yeah. Totally got that. Defending a Jewish girl. Yeah. <laughs> he got that because he jumped in front of a tank and the tank exploded right next to his face. Got a piece of shrapnel right there. That's my granddad. Good guy. Good guy. Uh, I'm going to miss old Uncle Adolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Though. No, God forgive me. But anyway, uh, so what's up, man? Hi, uh, how you been, man? Uh, I've been good. Any any updates in your life, brother? Uh, I'm getting more and more questions from every employee if my uh, if my job's going out of business, which is always good. Which I feel is fucked up. I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to ask someone that at their job. Hey, you guys going out of business? It's like, hey, you going to be jobless soon? <laughs> it's like, how you feel about that? What are they trying to offer you a job, though? They're not. They never are. <laughs> they never are, huh? They're never they like... They never are. And they're like, hey, I heard you guys going out of business. Here's a business card. I start paying $15 an hour. Like, that never happened. Nope. <laughs> it's, it's never that. It's always like, oh, man, you going out of business? Sucks to be you. My business is thriving, though. That's what always sucks. I, you know, I hate when customers come in and they're like, oh, man, so you guys slow? Like, ah, it's it's a slow season for us right now. Yeah, right now it's kind of my busy season right now. You know, back to school and everything. Yeah, I'm doing great. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess thank you for your success story. Yeah, no, no. It's always bad because they're like, man, you guys look like you're going out of business. It's like, well, no one's told us anything officially, you know? Yeah. Management and ownership hasn't told us anything about us going out of business. They're like, yeah, well, doesn't look good for you. And I was like, <laughs> all right, thanks for that. I'll tell you, man, people are fucking hell, dude. They are fucking jackasses is what they are. Basically, yeah. It's like, first of all, you know when you ask the question, are you going out of business? like saying, hey, you're going to be out of a job soon. Yeah. And then when you follow it up with, yeah, because it doesn't look good for you. It's like, <laughs> all right, well, I mean. It doesn't look good for you. It's not like they kill, they execute us when the company goes bankrupt. <laughs> you don't have to say it like that. Hey, could you imagine that company policy? Well, they showed you that shit in the fine print. Would you run? Gee, <laughs> I wouldn't go back. <laughs> They'd be like, you got to turn your keys and be like, fuck them keys. <laughs> I mail that shit to you. I'm going to leave it in the mailbox. I'm going to leave it in an undisclosed envelope on the front door. I'm going to show up in a mailman uniform. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> I'm going to show up in that. Pretend I'm just a mailman. <laughs> I'm be like, here, here this guy, this fat guy gave me this outside. You work there. So I know. If you give it to someone, they're going to recognize you. I'm going to shave off my eyebrows and I'm going to shave myself bald. What the fuck? They say if you shave your eyebrows, you look fucked up. It's kind of hard for people to recognize I'm going to let you know something right now. I had to shave my eyebrows. You know, it takes six months to grow that shit back? No, actually, not that long. It took about eight weeks. It took two months, definitely. I, I've heard that it takes six months for them to grow back fully to like where they were before you did it. Oh, yeah, nah, but to where you look like a normal person takes about two months. So, yeah. look, uh, <laughs> uh, I had been on a football game. This dude was talking mad shit, man. And, uh, well, if y'all don't know, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And so this dude was talking shit to me. And we're playing the Ravens. I cannot stand the fucking Ravens. But he was just being a dick, you know what I'm saying? Fucking with me. But I don't know why I got so upset. I let it rile me up. And then uh, there was a, a common joke that was going around at the time. They're like, nigga, fuck bed money, bed eyebrows, nigga, bed eyebrows. <laughs> so I was like, fuck you, bed eyebrows, nigga, bed eyebrows then. And he's like, he's like, one eyebrow? I said, bed an eyebrow. So we bed an eyebrow. And uh, needless to say, I lost. So I had to shave off my eyebrow. I shaved off one eyebrow. And he's like, tell you what, man. He's like, I'll let you shave them both off because you just look crazy. <laughs> so I'll let you? Like, yeah, well, because the bet was one. So at first I was going to shave both of them. He's like, nah, man, that's not part of the bet. 
You know, well, other people were like, nah, man, that's not part of the bet. That's fucked up. You said one eyebrow. That's one eyebrow. <laughs> I would have so, shaved both off. So I was like, fuck, man. I'd be like, I fucked one up. I had to do the other one, too. Well, like I said, though, I had already said I was going to do it. So I was like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a man of my word. That's all I got. Yeah. And then he was like, tell you what, man, like, you can shave the other one, dude. It's not that big a deal. I'll, I'll let you do that. And I was like, I appreciate that. So I shaved the other one. So look, the next day I'm going to chow, right? <laughs> fucking officer pulls me to the side. He's like, Son, the fuck happened to your eyebrows? I was like, what are you talking about, sir? <laughs> He's like, why don't you have any goddamn eyebrows, inmate? And I was like, I don't got no eyebrows. And then I was thinking, feigning ignorance, he would just leave it alone. He fucking took me to psych because he thought that I was fucking crazy. And maybe in my delusional rage as a psychotic patient, I shaved off both my eyebrows. Well, that's because they've probably been told, like, hey, that guy has... Like, he had schizophrenia. Well, at first, they tried to put me in segregation because they thought someone was bullying me and uh, shaved my eyebrows while I was asleep. That would be, that's so, a funny prank. Did you ever do that to someone? No. That would be pretty funny. I'm going to be honest, man. There's been some pretty gay fucked up pranks in jail. I don't even want... I don't think I should talk Dude. about it because my fiance listens to this podcast and if she hears this shit... Uh, she's gonna think very, very little of me. Do they have Polaroid cameras in prison? No. <laughs> oh, cause, uh, cause I heard that supposedly there used to be a prank in the army where uh, if you were the first one to sleep, uh-huh. someone would come up, put their dick on your mouth, and take a picture, a Polaroid picture of it, <laughs> and then leave the Polaroid on your bed. And when you would wake up, you'd be like, oh, you'd hear uh, like every morning someone here, oh god damn it. <laughs> Oh man, that's fucked up. There's, that's a funny, simil- there's a similar prank like that in jail. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not with a Polaroid. You gotta wake the nigga up. So what you do is you take your dick out, you just slap him across the face. So when he wakes up, it's just a dick in his face. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't know what's worse: finding a picture of just a dick on your lips, probably you waking or up. waking up being slapped in the face by a dick. Probably the waking up to be a slapped. Out. I will say this, though. I have seen a dude get beat up for being pissed on. That was a joke that went south very quickly. Mm. But I'll be honest, though. It was a fucked up prank that was fucked up from the beginning, and then it just turned worse. So, look. Ah. So Those are happened, always the worst. No. So, look. This is what happened. There was this dude. You know, since they use nicknames, I'm going to go ahead and say it. There was this dude named Krusty, right? Because he had hair like Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. So there was, You didn't have to say that. Now you just called him out. If he's still locked up, they're going to know this happened. doesn't matter. Anyway. So... I, that dude has seven armed robberies, man. There's, If he comes out, I mean, good for him. But uh, he's going up the road. Anyway, uh, you know the worst part? He was in jail for three aggravated robberies, bonded out. He he sold his car to bond out. And then to get money for a lawyer, he went back to robbing. And he came, he got, he came back being charged with seven more robberies. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> anyway, it was him and Cisco. So Cisco's asleep, right? Uh, fucking... Oh, man, that shit was just fucking nuts, man. I can't... Anyway, Krusty goes over there, right? Krusty pisses on him while he's asleep. You know what I'm saying? And then runs back to his bed. Cisco woke up because he's like, what the fuck? And he thought maybe he, like... Somebody threw some water on him as a joke. Well, it turns out when everybody went to sleep, this guy that saw what happened woke Cisco up and told him the truth and was like, hey, that dude pissed on you. So we all wake up in the morning to Cisco yelling at Krusty telling him... Hey, man, what the fuck, man? This dude right here told me you pissed on me. He's like, man, that's bullshit, nigga. So then he goes to go wake this nigga for telling the truth, by the way. Because <laughs> I was awake when it happened. He pissed on him. So he wakes that nigga up, and he's like, he's like, hey, you piece of shit. He's like, he's like, why are you lying? Telling my homeboy that I pissed on him. And he's always calling him homeboy, which make, to me makes it worse. I was like, you lying to this nigga after you pissed on him. Call him your friend. But anyway, gets mad at him, bro. They end up beating him up because he's like, 
He's like, you lying, snitching ass bitch. Which those two don't go together because either he was lying or he was snitching. But either way, it was you lying, snitching ass bitch. Six Mexicans beat that dude up, man, for for lying and snitching, <laughs> even though he told the truth. I bet you didn't say a word. You're like, hey, I didn't say shit. I, I ain't got nothing to do with me. I was I was one of the six Mexicans. I'm gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. And, but at that point, it became a it became a racial thing because the the black dudes were saying they didn't want to snitch in there, and you know in there it's you know you, you handle your own people, so th- they made the Mexicans take care of it. So we had like a little small meeting, and the the final outcome was man, we just got to beat that nigga up. So then we beat him up. Of course, he gets caught because he looks like shit. So they don't find him till count though, and they ask him they're like, what happened? And he's like, uh, he's like, I fell in the shower. Like, how many fucking times you fall, man? Because I'm talking about he was lumped up, broken nose, fucked up. Anyway, so they brought him right back. And then Krusty goes up to him. He's like, hey, man, you still a bitch. Good job not snitching. That was exactly what he told him. Because <laughs> I slept next to that dude. So I could hear everything that was happening. He's like, hey, man, you still a bitch. But good job not snitching. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with Krusty, man? But yeah, nigga was crazy. Yeah, shit was uh, shit was wild, dude. So uh, yeah, we got. Did fucked he up ever friends. find out the truth? By the way, no, no, he never did. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, very fucked up. It's fucked up that you knew the truth and joined in anyway. Hey man, I don't want to get whooped. Uh, Cause look, at first, you know what I'm saying. When I first had feelings, when I first went inside of jail, I I kind of didn't want to do nothing. Cause at first they're gonna make me fight him one on one. Cause we're like the same size. So I was like, all right, I guess I don't really mind. And then out of nowhere, just uh. Krusty hit him, man. Like, just out of nowhere, just, like, blindsided him. And then everybody was like, fuck it, let's just smash him. So then everybody started jumping in. And I actually didn't even hit him. Like, I, I didn't jump jump him or whatever. And then he was on the ground. And then they were like, like, hey, man, either you whoop his ass or we're going to whoop your ass. And then, you know what I'm saying? Because they got to, you know, again, it's about, like, a trust thing. They're like, if you don't do it, you know, we're going to think you a snitch or something shady about you. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I hit him a couple times while he was on the ground. So I got punched. I was actually the reason his nose broke. I broke his nose on accident, punching him, and then I kicked him once in the face. But then when I kicked him, everybody was like, whoa, hold on. Too much. Too much. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, apparently that's the that's the law, man. You can't kick people when they're down. But you can punch them. Uh, you're not supposed to do that either in a fair fight. When If it would have been one-on-one, when someone falls, you let them get up. But uh, shit was crazy, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, moving on to a lighter subject. Uh, I went to the doctor earlier. Yeah? Yeah. So I went to the doctor to uh, for them to check you know, all my plumbing and stuff like that, make sure it was good. So I'm supposed to get a, a low testosterone test, like a low T test that they checked through my blood. And then I, I was going to give a semen sample so they could check my fertility and all that stuff. Danny calls me. Well, actually, you know what's fucked up? Angie texts me and she's like, hey, your brother called me and asked me for your number. So I was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden I get a phone call from a number I don't know. So I answer it and it's Danny. And I'm like, hello? And he's like, he's like, hey, Junior, can you come pick me up? I said, the fuck did you do? I said, it's the first day. I thought immediately he was in trouble. Yeah. Not even going to lie. I would I believe that, gave too. Him no, gave him no benefits of no doubts. I was yeah. like, what the fuck did you do that you're yeah. already no in trouble? No credit whatsoever. None. I was like, what'd you do that you're already in trouble? And he told me, he's like, uh, no, it turns out that I don't have to go. Because he went to an alternative school. So he's like, it turns out I don't have to go to this alternative school no more. I got to go back to my home school. They said somebody needs to come pick me up in like the next hour so I can go back to school. I was like, man, I'm at the doctor. Hold on. So, of course, you remember, I call you this yeah. morning. And uh, do you care to tell your side real quick? Because I don't know what happened. 
Uh, basically, I woke up and I looked at my tire and it looked really fucking low, like it was blown the fuck out. And I was like, ah, shit. So I turned on my hazards and I try to make I because I'm so like flustered from the fact that my shit's uh that my shit looks like it's basically riding on the rims. Turns out I wasn't. Turns out there's a little bit of air in there. Okay. And uh, I filled it up and it's still holding the air, so I'm pretty confident. But I'm gonna check it before I go to bed to see if it's still holding the air. If anything, check it in the morning because then you'll know it's just like a real slow leak. Just wake up maybe like an extra thirty minutes before. I would say. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, yeah, I was so flustered. Dude, I got lost in the neighborhood. I don't want to know. Go ahead. <laughs> no, because I, I was flustered. So um, what I was going to do is I was going to go. So you know how we get here? It's like you go straight, then it's two lefts than a, or two rights than a left. Yes. Uh, When I was trying to go the reverse way, I made a left instead of a right. Oh, so you so, were trying to pop out by the school, not by the freeway. Correct. Okay. So because uh, I, I wanted to take that straight way. Uh, so that way I didn't have to make the U-turn. Oh, okay. Like, I didn't have to move over to a faster lane. Got it, got and it, got it. I, instead, I was just in the turn lane. I turned, and then I went into the uh, gas station. And plus, it's the neighborhood. Speed limit is 20. That works out better. Yeah. Yep. So I had my hazards on. I was driving slowly through. I realized I was lost. I pull out my phone to get my map. I'm like, fuck, dude. I went to the center of the neighborhood. God damn. Um, okay. That's when I called you about my tire and basically pretended like I wasn't lost. And then, ah. I, and then after I finished the call with you, I opened up Google Maps. Found so your way. Correct, found the correct way, made my way back, and then went out. Okay. Then I got air in my tire, I drove to work, and I barely made it on time. Yeah. So I was like, it was a good idea I called Junior, because not I would have been fucked here. Yeah. Wait, wait, so you called me. You called me, and I was like, fuck. So I called Danny back, and I was like, hey, uh, Alex can't go get you after all. I'm here at the doctor's. As soon as I finish... I'll come get you. Now I'm down in, if you guys are familiar with the Houston area, I was down at Ben Taub Hospital. Uh, and you know, it's across from like the Houston Zoo. Anyway, it took me about an hour to get there in the morning because of traffic. So I figured it'd be like another 30 to 45 minutes to get to him. So I told him, I said, hey, I'm waiting to be discharged, which I wasn't. I was waiting to, you know, they were going to collect a semen sample. They were going to go give me my paperwork and a cup. And anyway, so I told him I'd be there maybe like in an hour and a half. And he was like, all right. So I told the lady, I'm like, hey, Turns out, I literally said this to the nurse too. I said, hey, excuse me, how much longer do I got to be here? Because I actually got to leave. And she's like, oh, why? what happened? I said, my brother's a moron. I said, love him to death, but he's an idiot. And so then she starts laughing. She's like, he's a moron? I said, I can't. I can't tell details, but he's he's stupid. I got to go. So she's like, well, you can take the semen sample at home. So I was like, all right. So now I got to walk out the fucking hospital with a goddamn cup and semen sample instructions and a plastic baggie. And I'm like, fuck, this is embarrassing as shit. So now I got to go back next week now. Next Monday, I got to go fucking back, dude, and do this shit all over again. Well, anyway, so that happened. I take off, you know what I'm saying? And uh, he calls me, man, when I'm driving, and he's like, hey, so is dad going to come get me? I'm like, motherfucker, I already told you I'm coming. I told you I would be like an hour and a half. I said, it's been 20 minutes since we've spoken. I said, I'm already on the road. I'm finna head your way right now. He's like, so about how long till you get here? I said, 30 minutes. I said, you know what? I get there when the fuck I get there. Like, this is your fault. Wait there. This is not my problem. You wait there. Anyway, I finished driving there, drive there, do my thing, pick him up, and take him to school. And then I got fucking... So, then look, man, I, I pick him up, right? He's wearing a sweater to, to this alternative school. The heat index for today is 114 degrees, Alex. That dude's a fool. You know why? He was wearing that new sweater that, that mom bought him for his birthday. And I told him, I said, you can't wait till fall to show off a new sweater, man. I said, I got like three new sweaters. I, I ain't finna pop out till fall when it's appropriate. I'm just finna be wearing that shit yeah. in the middle of summer, bro. It's hot outside. It's hot as balls. I ain't finna do it. But anyway, so he's like, it's okay. And I said, look, 
I'm gonna take you home because I gotta drop some off. I dad let me borrow that chair. So I was like, I gotta drop some off at dad's house anyway. I'll take you there, change for school. I go there, I tell him hurry up and change. So he comes out, he's like, alright, I'm ready to go. Dressed exactly the same, he changed his shoes. <laughs> I said, What the fuck are you doing? Change your clothes. And he was like, Nah, it's cool, I'm just gonna go like this. And I was like, Danny, are you gonna wear your compass uniform because you want everybody to know that you went to this alternative school? And he's like, Gotti, <laughs> and he did this stupid face and laugh he always does. And I was like, Go fucking change and don't put on the sweater. And he was like, Well, if I get hot, I'll just take it off. I was like, No, <laughs> leave the sweater, man. So I made him leave the sweater. Did you tell him to take a pen? I know he's not used to taking it from the alternative. He didn't school. take nothing. Of course he didn't. He didn't take shit. <laughs> Why would he? <laughs> Why would he be useful at school? Anyway. Yeah. Why would he try to do actual work? You know? Who yeah. the fuck knows? So he puts on a shirt, right? So look, I tell him because mom bought him like four new shirts for, for that alternative school because they got a uniform. So I said, hey, give me the old shirts. So I give them back to mom so she can return them, get her money back. He's like, all right, cool. Good idea. So he's wearing one of the shirts. He tries to take it off. And I was like, nah, you keep that one. That one's dirty now. And he's like, but I just put it on this morning. I said, Daddy, anything that touches your skin is disgusting. <laughs> and so then, for some reason, he laughs at that shit for the next 20 minutes that it takes me to drive him to his fucking school. He's just like, oh. So look, I'm sitting there, right? And we're listening to music and stuff. And I'm like jamming and stuff. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, <laughs> and I'll hear him. And I'm like, the fuck's the matter with you? And he's like, everything that touches me is disgusting, Junior. And like, he's dying laughing. I'm like, the fuck is wrong with him? So anyway, I take him there. I get scolded like a fucking school child again. Because <laughs> I take him there. And so we have to wait at a metal detector, right, to be seen by the front desk lady so she can tell us where to go. Well, they have like a freeze count going on, so we can't go nowhere. So we're all stuck waiting in this room. Never what? It's a freeze count. What's that? It reminded me just of the prison. It's what happens when the offenders can't move because they're doing a proper head count. <laughs> and I told him that too. So I was like, I was like, this is just like prison. Y'all got to get offender head counts, bro. <laughs> I said, this is garbage. I said, this school is worse than I fucking remember. I said, and, and then, then they, they got the count wrong, so they had to do it again. Yes, they did. Exactly <laughs> like prison. I was like, bro, this is, you might need to change schools. <laughs> but anyway, so that happened. And then, so to me, I'm bored. I wanted to pass the time. So I just start making fun of Danny. So I just start hitting Danny with stupid jokes. Oh, because he's wearing some tight ass pants. I was like, Danny, how you got these chopstick ass pants with this bowling ball ass shirt on? <laughs> he's got a new loose 2XL shirt on. So I'm just getting in his ass and it's making me laugh. And I made him laugh really loud because he can't control himself. So the lady at the front desk is like, gentlemen. Excuse me, please. I'm trying to talk to a parent right here. And then I was, I, I got quiet. And I started shaking my head. I'm like, see? I said, I'm not even school no more. And I'm still getting in trouble. I come back in high school. I yeah. said, I can't stand you. I said, I would rather be anywhere else, bro. On God. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, on God. I said, on job, bro. And he's like, job, bro. And I was like, who drank my claw, bro? John, it is like a, I don't know. Danny knew what it was anyway, so we started laughing about that shit. Got in trouble again. <laughs> Finally, somebody came and got us after all the hooligans could move, and then uh, they took him and got his class schedule. So this is the thing: they, when they called me from the school, right, the alternative school, man, they had to like there was a fire. They're like, "Hey, are you almost here to get him?" And I was like, "Man, I'm headed that way right now, man. I'm coming from like downtown. You know what I'm saying? Past downtown." And they're like, "Oh, it's because you got to talk to the principal." I'm like, "Fuck." So when I drop him off at the new school, I'm like getting ready for this, you know, this, uh, the principal I got to see. And I'm like, hey, look, you know, it's my fault. I had a doctor's appointment, blah, blah, blah. That's why it took so long for me to get him. I get there. Don't got to see nobody. They shook my hand 
And the lady scared the crap out of me, actually, because she was playing a joke on me, which I appreciated afterward. But, like, she goes to go shake my hand, right? So I stick my hand up, and I go like that. And as soon as my hand touches her, she's like, oh, man, I'm a girl. And I was like, I didn't even squeeze your hand. She's like, oh, it must just be me then. I was like, what the fuck? But I started laughing. I was like, bro, that's awesome. I was like, that's cool. So I, I laughed about it. And then, uh, like I said, they're just sitting Danny on his merry-ass way. Oh, no, then they're like, they're like, don't worry. You can come get him back at 245. I said, fuck that. Keep him. <laughs> and, then, and then so the secretary that was printing out his schedule, she starts laughing. And then she's like, no, nah, man, we know you love him. You're going to want him back. I said, no, nah, y'all will feed him better. Trust me. <laughs> I, said, I said, I don't even live with the boy. I'm doing a favor to my dad. And then they're like, oh, well, that's real nice of you. I said, not really. I have no other choice. My mom would be pissed if I left him. <laughs> so I took him and dropped him off. And then I, I was able to go about my way, merry way. Then look, I try to leave, right? Try to leave the school. Fucking secretary at the front desk stopped me again. Sir, sir, that's not the proper door to leave out of. That's the entrance door. I, I need, you to, out that I need you to come over here to the exit door, and I need you to take off your cheap-ass sticker because I got to make sure you don't sneak back onto this campus, even though this has the date and time in big-ass writing. We might miss it, sir. And I'm like, God damn it, I hate it. I hate school, bro. I hated it the first time I went. I remember why I hated it now. I was like, fuck. I was like, everything's stupid. Yeah, no, one time... uh well, I'm, first, I'm glad I didn't pick up Danny that I had that tire issue because now I would have been late anyway because mm-hmm. I would have had to be there for the fucking freeze count. Yes. I would have had to been there for prison <laughs> for basically where the warden looks at you and is like, don't ask for anything from anyone. Yeah, basically. I didn't want to be there for prison orientation. Shit uh, I went through that shit. I didn't need to do it again. Then, you know, it turns out, check it out. So then they told me, they're like, oh, man, you made it just right on time, sir. They're like, if you would have been five minutes later, we would have had to mark him as a no-show. And I was like good for him i guess i don't know how that shit affects me whatsoever but then they're like so you can tell his father that if he has an absence on his thing it's not from today and i was like okay i'll tell him so if he has an absence it's not from today it's from another time that he's missing class and i'm thinking in my head like how often do these niggas do this shit that they lie on their first day and are like hey uh i got an absence because of this you know what i'm saying so i called dad and told him everything that happened and i made sure to reiterate that point as well like they told me and i was like dad if he has an absence it's not from today and so dad didn't know what i was doing though so i did it again and i was like so if it's an absence it's not from today today he's there because I, I was five minutes early if i'd been five minutes later he'd have been absent today but that's not the case and then dad is like i get it junior <laughs> hang on now i was like all right dad bye he was like later man <laughs> He eventually ended up getting fed up with what I was saying, which yeah. is why he cut me off. But I was I was trying to go for a good long minute. Man. I know you were. <laughs> that's uh, that's what you do. Yeah. Why not? I found it funny. And then I called mom and told her. And then she was like, thank you for taking care of my baby. And I was like, don't worry, mom. I'll always take care of Huey. <laughs> that big stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, no, one time uh, um, one of my coworkers, uh, she went to that high school, and uh, my job's right by there. Mm-hmm. So uh, so she was like, hey, listen, you're going on lunch break right now before they close. Yes. Because uh, she had to pick up, I forgot what she had to pick up from the school, but she needed it, um, but she didn't go to lunch till after the school was closed. Mm-hmm. So she asked me to go get it during my lunch. Okay. She's like, don't worry about coming back late from lunch. I'll cover you. Don't worry about it. Okay. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I went to the school, dude. Fucking 30 minutes in that school trying to get in the fucking door. Nightmare. So I get there, and it's only me and like one person in front of me in line trying to get in this building. Nightmare. But it, apparently because it's fucking lunchtime, it's chaos. They don't know what the fuck to do. they never seen lunch before, even though it's the middle of the year. They're like, what is lunch? When did we start doing this? Why did the principal decide they needed to eat during the day? Like, what the fuck? Like, just madness. So I get there. 
Uh, they're like, we're going to need to see your ID. They try to swipe it. They're like, sir, this isn't a valid ID. I'm like, it's a valid fucking driver's license. I was like, I've been driving with it. The police don't seem to have an issue with it. Swipe it again. So she swipes again. She's like, sir, it's not working. I'm like, ma'am, this is my driver's license. I was issued this by the Texas DMV. I don't know what you want from me. So then she swipes it. She's like, hold on. She like rubs it on her shirt. And then she swipes again. She's like, it's dirty. Here you go. And then she hands it back to me. I can't fucking stand you. And then, by the uh, way, Texas is DPS, not DPS. the DMV. Well, whatever. Um, so, so then she prints out the little fucking temporary sticker with my face on it and and then time and all that. Yeah, I put it on my shirt. She's like, "Sir, it needs to be somewhere visible." So I move it up because I put it. I just slapped it on my chest because like, who gives a fuck? She's like, "Sir, I need to. We need to be able to see it." I was like, "Fuck!" So I had to like readjust it. And then uh, I was like, "Okay, well, where's?" this uh because it was a council i'm like where's this council's office they're like down that hall door blah 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 so i walk down that hall i'm i don't know where this place is i've never been to this high school it wasn't my high school yeah so i walk in i'm trying to head over to the counselor's office i look around it skips the door number they're like it's door number 109 it's like 108 110 so i'm like okay it must be on the other side of the hallway yeah obviously this is even the other side must be odd i go over 107 111 like where the fuck's 109 i'm like who who stole 109 i was like what's happening to this school so i walk around and i'm fucking lost dude i'm like maybe she meant left instead of right so then i walk to the left side of the school and uh and an ap stops me he's like what are you doing over here He's like, uh, are you uh, taking one of the kids out to lunch? I'm like, no. And he's like, what are you here for? He's like, I'm supposed to go to this counselor's office. He's like, that's on the other side of the building. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't find 109. I was like, there's 107, then 111. There's 108, then 110. I was like, I didn't see 109. He's like, oh, that's because it's over here. And he explained to me where it was. I was like, I guess. I was like, that doesn't make any sense for numbering. order, but okay. I was like, I mean, I guess you could do it that way. That doesn't make sense numerically, but whatever. I mean, it's not my place to judge, but yeah. here I am judging. <laughs> So he's like, do you want me to walk you there? I was like, I'm not a fucking five-year-old, dude. You explain to me where it is. I got it. So I walk over. I, I remember. I knock on the counselor door's office, and she looks at me. She's like, who are you? I was like, I'm here to pick up this transcript. He's like, but who are you? I'm like, my name badge is right here. <laughs> my name's Alex. I was like, you can see that. She made sure I've had it fucking right so that way people can fucking read it. You act like you can't see shit. And she's like, but why are you here to pick up their transcript, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know that's not you i'm like well she said it's fine if you want you can fucking call her i don't give a shit i'm trying to do someone a favor <laughs> yeah uh she's oh like well here you go i don't really care that much i was like thank you and so i took it and then she's she like said, here you go i don't really care she didn't that say much. that she acted like that though <laughs> that was very much her demeanor she's like well i don't really give a shit here you go and then she made me sign for her i was like but it's not me she's like just sign on the name i was like but that's not me Oh my god, you're an ass. I did it. I, I just looked at it. I was like, are you sure I signed on her name and not like somewhere else because I'm not her? Yeah. But like, just sign for it because you're the one picking it up. I was like, whatever. I go there. I walk outside. The police officer is like staring at me because I drive a black uh, sedan with black ass tinted windows because of dad with black ass rims. Yeah. So I so I back up and I drive off and there's a fucking school bus at the end, dude. There's oh a fucking school bus too far to the left. And it's like I have to slow down yeah. and creep around it so I don't hit the fucking sidewalk and give the police officer any fucking excuses because he looked like he wanted to say something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then man. I call her and I told her to go fuck herself. And then I, I wasn't going back to the high school. I hated high school, man, for those exact reasons. People were stupid as fuck. I was like, God damn it. I said, Danny, and then look, I'm about to leave, right? And I'm like, hey, I'm fucking up at this school, man. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I can't stand you. And I'm like, why? I hate you. Oh, so then, uh, 
Oh man, what happened with mom? Oh, so look, Danny tells me before I leave, he's like, bro, they didn't let me. They didn't let me eat breakfast at the alternative school because they said I'm not part of the school. So I was like, that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> I said, you look like you can miss a meal or three hundred. <laughs> so then he starts laughing again, and then that's when we got in trouble the second time <laughs> because of that joke. So then I tell the same joke to mom, right? Well, I don't tell her the whole joke, but then she's like. Uh, I told her, I was like, yeah, man, he said he didn't get to eat breakfast, but I think he could hold out till 10 o'clock lunch. Because <laughs> yeah, I dropped the boy off at fucking night. Uh, actually, I think I dropped him off at 1030. It was right before lunch. I dropped him off. And um, I told mom, I was like, hey, he said the other school didn't give him breakfast because he's not part of the school. And she's like, oh, did you take him to go get breakfast? I said, fuck no. <laughs> and she's like, why wouldn't you feed my baby? And I was like, you didn't tell me that I'd already put him in the care of the fucking state. <laughs> Because that's what it felt like. Like, I'll drop him off at prison daycare. Like, there you go, son. Remember, don't bring your shackles on. I let, so I loved it. Like, I was like, bro, Danny is. He could have told me that on the drive to the school or when I had him at home. He could have been like, hey, I'm hungry. Can I grab a snack real quick? You know, grab a banana, something. No, he waits till I leave him with an AP who's walking him to go get his schedule and his ID. And he's like, hey, the other school didn't let me have breakfast. I'm like, that shit sounds sad for you, buddy. <laughs> I'll cry for you. Yeah. I'll pour one out. Yeah, I tell you what, I'll go eat one for both of us. <laughs> you yeah. know, actually, you know what's interesting? Do you know why the school system's such ass everywhere in the U.S.? Why? Do you know how the school system was designed? How? It was designed to train factory workers. Really? That's why you get there early in the morning. There's a bell system. And uh, you have lunch at a set time every day, and you transition by classes by bells. Huh. It's like that because in the old school factories, that's the way it worked. You'd get there at a certain time, there'd be a bell to start the day, there'd be a bell for lunch, there'd be a bell after lunch, and then a bell to go home. And so basically, that's the way the... uh, uh, that's the way the factories worked at the time. So that's the way they invented schools because they're like, if we teach them this way, when they get to the factory, they'll know what to do. They'll be better workers because they'll be adjusted already to the system. They won't have to learn it like these dumb fucks here. Yeah. They'll already be integrated in the system. That's why the school system's such ass because it's not actually designed to teach you anything besides being a fucking factory worker. That is pretty fucking interesting, to be honest. That's, yeah. That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. When you think about it, it makes sense. Like, I could totally see how that'd be a factory thing. Yeah, as you were describing it, I was like, this is all starting to add up. Yeah. I would have been a horrible factory worker. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Well, what can I say? You know what I'm saying? it's in your blood. Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, man. So, just today I've had a shit day. And that that shit was just wild. But it turns out, like I said, it turns out I'm doing pretty good health. Just one more week of only five pounds. And then they say next week I can transition to ten slowly. So there was that. They said if I wanted to do like some uh, rubber bands to like do biceps and shit so that way I can help build my muscles back. Yeah. Do just like resistance training. They said stay away from weights. So I have a resistance band from when I broke, from when I fucked my shoulder off. Yeah. So I still have that band. I'm probably going to use that to help me a little bit along. Uh, what else? Yeah, everything's looking good though, man. They said I'm, I'm clear to go. And then look, this was mom's major concern. When she asked me what happened to the doctor, I told her that, right? I told her that whole spiel. And then she was like... And then, and she's like, and they told you no sex, right? I was like, no, they didn't say that at all. It's, it's like, I can have sex. They said, you just don't be doing no Kama Sutra stuff. She's like, oh, J- Junior, no, no sex. I was like, what? The, I was like, what the fuck is this? The 1800s? <laughs> I can have sex if I want to. <laughs> I was like, why does that matter to you? I said, you have sex. She's like, I didn't have surgery. I said, you did. Because <laughs> my mom had surgery a couple weeks before me. So I was like, what the fuck? It was more than a couple weeks. Well, to be a couple fair. months. Yeah, a couple months before me. So I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I was like, you have sex. And she's like, 
We're not talking about me, Junior. To be fair to Mom, her surgery wasn't on her reproductive system. <clears throat> True. But like I said, they said I'm good to go. They were just like, don't do nothing like crazy. Like They're like, you know what I'm saying? If you're into that common Sutra stuff, they're like, you might want to lay off that for a while. Go vanilla for a minute. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So that happened. And then I had the most awkward conversation with the RN because I laid down, right? And so... uh I didn't know this. I had to pee really bad when I got there. So I go and I pee. And then as soon as I get back in the room, the lady's like, all right, Miss Hernandez, we just need to see you pee. Make sure you're peeing fine. I said, fuck. I said, <laughs> I said, man, I just finished peeing. They're like, okay, we'll just get a bladder scanner in here real quick. We'll get one of the nurses to do a bladder scan. I said, all right, cool. It's the same nurse that did my bladder scan last time when they took my catheter out. So she sees me and she chooses the time at when I have, you know, my shit exposed. And she's like, she's like, hmm. You seem familiar. What do I know you from? And I was like, you also did the bladder scan when they removed my catheter. She's like, that's what it is. She's like, you know, I knew you looked familiar. But she's waiting till like, you know, my pants are open. So I'm like, is she talking to me or my genitals? She might have been talking to your genitals. I don't know which one she recognized. Like, is it that, you know, recognizable? Like, ah, this guy with the one nut. I remember that. I remember that one nut anywhere. Yeah, maybe, actually. Oh, but yeah, they said I look good, though, man. They said my testicles staying in the right spot. So that's always good news. And also that I don't have any signs of another hernia. And uh, everything's looking good, though, man. They said it's all healed up, like the scarring as far as all that shit goes. So they were like, got That's A+. Great. plus. Pass for flying colors, man. First time I passed in a while. Uh, it wasn't a good day for me because first it starts out with you waking me up a little bit early. Again, not um, my fault. No, not your fault, but basically Danny waking me up a bit early, which always pisses me off. Danny's fucking school bullshit yes. waking me up always pisses me off because the last time I got woke up for Danny's school shit was when he got fucking expelled from that school, basically, <laughs> temporarily. <laughs> When he yeah. got sent to the alternative campus. Yeah. Fucking, fucking pissed me off, dude. I can't even talk. I'm so fucking mad about that still. <laughs> we'll move past it then. Uh, so I took a shower real quick. I went out to my car. I'm like, all right, let's get on the road. Fucking tires basically flat. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, why is nothing <laughs> starting off right today? Um, so I try to go quickly. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go slowly slash quickly uh, to, the, uh, to the gas station, get some air for this. Hopefully, it'll hold air. I'll take it to a tire shop. Yes. They'll see what's wrong with it, see if it needs a patch or a new tire, uh-huh. and then that'll be good. Um, Got it. I drive to work, and I feel like it looks like it's already half empty. I'm like, fuck, dude. It's not holding any air. By the time I get out of work, it's going to be fucking flat again. Yeah. It turns out it was my imagination. It was actually fine. I got out of work with a calmer mind. I was like, that looks fine. Oh, I was cool. like, it's holding air. I was like, I'm being a fucking idiot. That's good. Um, but I was stressed, dude, the whole fucking day because I'm like, shit, dude, I'm going to get out there. It's going to be fucking flat. People are going to be fucking laughing at me. They're going to be like, what a fucking moron not getting his air checked properly like he's supposed to. Yeah. Um, and then I work, you know, you, when you deal with customers, dude, it's always a new fucking adventure every single day. Don't remind me. I was on the phone today for 20 minutes with the dude because uh, we do, uh, we ship uh, some of our orders out. Anyway, he ordered two phones from us. Apparently, whoever did the order apparently didn't look at one of the phones because one of them was brand new the other one was obviously not he said that whoever opened it didn't even package it correctly because the box didn't even close all the way i was like how the fuck do you not know that's an open box what the fuck are they doing yeah so uh so basically he said so this is all i want to do i just want to return it i want you guys to send me a brand new one i was yeah. like cool that's not a hard that's yeah. not a hard request we i go to check that. we're sold out i'm like fuck <laughs> Ain't that always the worst, man? You know the worst part, too, dude? Because, you know, I sell floors or whatever. Hold um, on. Hold that thought because I'm not done yet with the story. Oh, okay. Hit so me. I call my manager. Turns out he's in a meeting with home office uh, okay. via 
webcam basically where they get all the store managers together and like talk about the store going out of business i guess i don't know yeah uh, i don't know what they're doing nowadays okay but basically uh he's in that meeting i call him he's like god damn it he's like can i not go through one of these meetings without a fucking phone call mm-hmm. i'm like sorry but uh we don't have this can we still do a return in exchange even though we don't have it he's like yeah they'll just um our um our online department will basically order it from another store to send out there and we'll process the return i was like so we just basically do it like normal he's like yeah we just got to make sure that we have some kind of note that we make sure that the online department knows this is a return in exchange got it so that way you know another store can begin processing the the new one out got it i was like okay so i tell the guy that he's like well i haven't even seen if it works yet uh, cause the manager's like, well, but before we do that, cause that's a pain in the ass, it turns out. And he said that they, that when they first introduced this program, it was promised not to be a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. <sighs> of course. Uh, if it's a return and exchange with two different stores. So he's like, uh, so he's like, see if you can, uh, if we, he'll take a discount on that phone. And I was like, how much? He's like $50. He paid 105 for it. I was like, he'll probably go for that. Um, so I talked to the guy. He's like, well, I haven't even seen if it works yet. I'm like, and you're fucking bugging me. <laughs> he's like, and you're fucking bugging me. I didn't me. actually say that, but I thought oh. that. I was like, and you're fucking bugging me with this nonsense. I was yeah. like, you don't even know if it works. You're over here complaining that it's open. Whatever, whatever. I was like, it, that's you. I was yeah. like, I get it. You wanted it brand new. It's not fucking brand new. Yeah. So uh, so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to test it. I'll call you back within the hour. It's 11.15 at this point. I just want you to know the time because I'm going to tell you when I called him back. Okay. Uh, so it was 11.15. He's like, I'll call you back within the hour because all I'm going to do is try turning it on, seeing if it works. Okay. I'm like, cool. No problem. You want to see if it works. So I go. I take a couple more customers. I look and it's 12 o'clock. I'm like, I'm going to wait because, you know, maybe he's still messing around with it. Um, you know, maybe he's using it. So I'll I'll keep I'll keep going for a little while just wait for his phone call i look again it's 12 45 and he still hasn't called me i'm like fuck dude so i get on the phone with him i'm on the phone with him for another 15 minutes where he's explaining to me about how everything works and it's fine but he doesn't want 50 dollars off he wants 60 dollars off so i'm like well let me see what the manager says so i talked to the manager he's like we can do 55 because at that point we're selling it slightly below cost yeah he's like so we can still take that small hit but you know we're basically giving it to him for 50 bucks yeah i was like cool i let the guy know he's like i guess that'll do i'm like fuck you i guess <laughs> yeah um so he's like okay well when you're done with the return uh you know he's like well wait for me to try it out first i gotta put the sim card in make sure that works because apparently in all this time he didn't try that yet and uh, i'll let you know i was like okay well there's a customer here right in front of me who needs my help i'll put you on mute and i'll let you know when i'm back so I let him know I'm back. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm still trying. I'm like, cool. So then I, so I'm on hold. So this was a five minute conversation, by the way. Then I'm on hold for 10 minutes. And I'm like, hello, sir. He's like, are you still there? I'm like, yes. He's like, oh, I'm done. He's like, it works fine. I was like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I guess you, I guess you were helping that other customer when I told you. I was like, I, I told you I was back and you said you acknowledged it. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you tell me then? People suck, man. I was I'll like, God you. fucking damn it. People suck, dude. You know, so look again, I work in Florida, man. Uh, the thing that I hate the worst, I make a sale, right? Well, we put limited quantity stickers, but it's all done by manpower. It's not done by computer. Yeah. Because we're not like a big place. So we got to do all the legwork by ourselves. So I see Verifying the tag. stock is, and all that. Yeah. So I see the tag is a little old. So I'm like, okay, let me just go make sure that we have this amount. And she's like, if you do have that amount, I want to buy it all. I said, cool. Turns out we sold like 20 boxes of it this morning. So now there's only like half of it left. And I'm like, sorry, there's only this. And he's like, 
Well, that's just nonsense. I don't understand how that happens. You know what I mean? You have this sign here. You should honor it. I said, sir, I can't make 20 boxes of tile in the back right now. Like, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have none. So that always sucks is when people start getting an attitude because I don't have nothing. And I'm like, you know, this is we're a mom and pop shop. Basically, this is our one store, our one location. Everything is done with our own legwork. So if we don't, you know what I'm saying? It takes a long time to go through the whole store and update all the stickers. It takes us like two days to do it for each section. And then by the time we're done, you know what I'm saying, and we move on to another section, we sell something in that section. You know what I'm saying? So this is fucking nuts. Anyway, and then I also hate, again, phone calls because people will call and they'll be like, you guys do delivery? And I'm like, no, but there's this outside service here that does delivery. But if he's going to pick it up, just go ahead and give us a call. That way we know how to, you know, package it properly. Because then that way we could put, like, protective corners on it and shit because he's going to pick it up in a box truck. Uh, don't get no call for, like, a day. So I'm like, you know, let me give him a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're still trying to work it out. I'll call him first thing tomorrow morning. First thing tomorrow morning, the dude that does deliveries for us, Tim, he shows up and he's like, I'm here to pick up an order for such and such. And I'm like, motherfucker, like, it's it's not ready to go. So now we got to spend 20 minutes, you know, packaging it properly so it doesn't get damaged on the truck and then it looks bad on us. Because we have to package it and then send a picture to the customer so they can see when it leaves our warehouse, it's in tip-top fucking shape. So that, I, I know what you mean, man. Customer's not telling you shit. Because it's like, fuck, man. I tell you to call me so I can have the proper shit ready and you fuck me. Oh, you know, that actually reminds me. So, uh, <clears throat> one of the other cashiers, his name is Gio. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so he answered the phone one time and, uh, and this guy was fucking pissed cause supposedly he ordered solar panels and another supervisor from another department promised him it'd be here Monday. Okay. Right. It was, it was, uh, it was Tuesday at this point. Uh, it was the Tuesday, literally the following day afterwards. Yeah. He's like, Hey, I want to make sure that the solar panels are in because you know, that guy said it'd be here, you know, it'd be there yesterday. Um, I just want to make sure it's there before I make the drive because he apparently he lives in Cyprus and that's way too far okay. for any man to drive on one day. Of course. So uh, twenty so like, minutes. That's you're asking too much of the man out. So uh, um, so he's like, okay, well, let me check quantity first in our system so that way I can let you know for sure. Um, so that way I can let you know for sure before you make the drive. So he goes on the computer, he checks quantity. We don't have it yet. He checks uh our detailed inventory, make sure we haven't received any for the day. We haven't. So he tells him he's like, uh, we haven't received any yet. Uh, and I just checked for our res. Um, for the receiving department today, and we haven't received any today either. Yeah. So it's not here. Mm-hmm. And the guy fucking blew up, apparently. He's mad. He's like, I want corporate's number. I want that supervisor's full name spelled out. I want your name spelled out. He's like, sir, I didn't. I wasn't involved with this. I just answered the phone. He's like, I don't care because it's bullshit. <laughs> and, I was, and he told me about it, dude, because I showed up later that day. I'm like, dude, that's fucking funny. Yeah. I was like, he said he wanted your name because you were part of it. You or him? Oh, him. Him, because yeah. he said... Uh, Cause, uh, cause he's, cause basically, cause he answered the phone is why he now, wanted his name. He's now become part of the chain of handling. And then the sound, he, and then panels. he made him spell out his name. Wow. And I was like, dude, that's fucking. It's always funny to me when people ask me to spell my name. I'm like, my name, Alex. Alex, you need that spelled out. I'm like, all right, A L I X. Fuck it. <laughs> you got it. Let them think you're a dumb fuck. You're asking me how to spell my that, name. Fucking man, moron. Bro, that's fucking funny. You know, you know what's funny sometimes, man. So I tell customers, I'm like. They'll ask my name. They'll be like, what's your name? And, you know, I give my legal name. I'm like, hey, my, my name's Ivan, sir. And they're like, your name's Ivy? Or you're like, uh, Isaiah? Like, I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you people here? Because I'm like, I'm like, my name's Ivan. And they're like, Ivy? And then some person thought I said spring for some odd-ass reason. Irish spring. I don't know. I don't even know how the connection is. I don't know. But he was like, he was like, he was like, spring? You got a brother named Fall? <laughs> and I was like, 
what? Because I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I thought he, the man was insane. I was like, <laughs> I, I, was like too. I was like, spring is your brother named fall. I was like, I don't know if I should be selling this guy to <laughs> He's probably huffing it somehow. He's running up in a powder and just like inhaling it. I don't know what he was doing. Scared the shit out of me. And I was like, what? And he, because I was like, I was like, I don't get it, sir. You know, I'm like, I don't get it, Big Dan. And he's like, he's like, you said your name is Spring, right? So therefore, your brother's name Fall. I was like, my name is Ivan, <laughs> I-V-A-N. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, I was thinking Spring, stupid name. I was like, <laughs> I was like you just gave me a fake stupid name. And first you heard condescending. the wrong. I know. First you heard the wrong name. Then you thought it was stupid, and then you made a joke about it to my face. Right? I'm like, bro. So just like my name was Spring, you would have just thought, what a fucking. You know what? You know why they're never loser. prepared for Ivan? Because you don't look like a Ruski. I, maybe, man. I don't know. But you know, I don't want to hear Spring either. That's not like a Hispanic name. You know what's always funny though? So check this out. I mean, let's be honest. I don't look very Hispanic. Because no. also customers too, another thing that'll happen, right? So they'll ask me a question in English. They're like, excuse me, sir. Uh, I have just a few questions about tile. I'm like, yeah, sure. How can I help you? Because my immediate reaction is you spoke to me in English. I will respond in English in kind. And then they'll ask the person that they're with in Spanish. Uh, you know, they'll be like, okay, so, you know, I'll translate it right here, but they're like, okay, what's your question? And he'll say it in Spanish, and then I answer in Spanish, and I'm like, oh, and then I answer, and they're like, wait, let me talk in English. I'm like, you talked in English to me! I don't know you, man! Like, I'm a, it'd be rude as fuck if I just assume you spoke Spanish, you know what I'm saying? Because then you'd be like, that racist bastard, he just assumes because I'm brown, I speak Spanish. People are retarded, man. I don't know. People just piss me off sometimes. I don't know. What pisses me off is that people still get upset that I don't speak Spanish because I'm brown. I look Hispanic. Like, there's no doubting what ne- yeah, what you, ethnicity I am. You definitely do. You, um, you definitely look brown. But, uh, but, yeah, people still get upset. They're like, why don't you speak Spanish? What's wrong with your parents? What's wrong with your household? Like, the household is falling apart because <laughs> I was never taught Spanish. They're like, obviously, there's some kind of breakdown here. Your grandparents and parents must have died in a tragic accident. Something You're raised happened. by white people. That's why you talk like that. They're like, it's tragic. They're like, really? You lost your parents on a factory fire, <laughs> and now you had you, you you were raised by wolves who only know English. I don't know what happened to you, man. Yeah, but but the crazy part is that literally today, actually, now that I'm, re- I'm remembering, it's coming back to me. Yeah. This woman told me, you have to learn Spanish, and I looked at her like, what? She's <laughs> like, you have to learn Spanish. It's part of you. And I was like, the fuck it is. I was like, I don't speak it. I was like, it ain't part of shit around here. That's what I wanted to say. I didn't actually say that. I was like, oh, no yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. I told her I'm learning. I was like, but right now I speak at like a second grade level. If yeah. A second grader didn't know grammar. And then she starts laughing. I'm like, there you go. I'll be honest. I made a joke this morning too. So look, I first get to the doctor's office, uh, well, the hospital, and you know, you have to check in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you have to check in. And I check in. She's listening to uh, her phone. She's listening to music and stuff. So she's listening to music. And it's that song uh, by Beyonce, the one, uh, You Better Call Becky with the Good Hair, Lemonade. Yeah. Okay. So she's listening to that song. And it's playing. And, you know, it's super catchy. So I was like, got to call Becky with the good hair. And so she starts laughing. And she's like, ooh, you must you must know a girl that been cheated on. And I was like, I was like, you could, I said, you could say that. I said, you know, my sister, I said, you know, she kind of went through a rough thing. And then she was like, mm, I get it, baby. I said, yeah. I said, the only reason I know this song is because I, so this is the point where I'm like, I'm making up a whole story about this shit. Just so, Rosie, if you listen to this, I love you. I didn't divulge any secrets. Please don't beat me up. But anyway, so. Yeah, we're I, not going to talk about your troubled relationships. <laughs> yeah. I talk about mine enough. So anyway, uh, I, I tell, I told the lady, I'm like, yeah, man, my sister locked herself in the room and just was playing this like at full volume. And she's like, oh, that poor baby. I said, I actually think it was a cover up. So, oh, no, because she was like, she was like, oh, man, like, so what happened? She was just cheating on. I said, no, man. I said, it was horrible. I said, her boyfriend cheated on her 32 times. And she's like, oh, 
I'm surprised he ain't dead. I said, actually, I think that's why she played the music so loud. It's so when the <laughs> cops came to ask for the alibi. I said, no, nah, man, she's in there still blasting music. <laughs> she hasn't left all day. So the lady starts laughing. She's like, I ain't finna mess with you. And so I'm like, I'm like, fuck, I'm on a roll. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm just gonna keep fucking with her. And so then, uh, what happened? Oh, then another song comes on. It reminds her of Eddie Murphy. So then we start talking about Eddie Murphy. And I was like, man, I actually watched the stand-up Raw the other day. I said, when he was in that, le- that full leather get-up, I said, man, funny, funny fucking man. And she was like, oh, my gosh. She's like, Eddie Murphy, blah, blah, So we start talking. And so I just, all of a sudden, I hit her with a movie quote. I was like, I was like, what you puffing chest out for, Claude? I said, I said it yourself, man. S-O-F, capital T, soft. And so she just starts dying, laughing. And so then she's like, and she's like, uh, she's like, fuck you, right? I'm, I give that man my cornbread if I want. I said, you, I said, you can't have my cornbread. I said, you take my cornbread, part two of my suit can spree, but it's hard up in here with you, motherfucker. <laughs> so then she starts dying laughing, man. And she's like, oh my God, I love that movie. And then I was like, all right, all right, so man, all right, I gotta go. You have a good day. And she's like, oh, okay, oh. And so she was like dying laughing. So my day started off fairly well. I was like, man, I'm having a good repertoire, you know what I'm saying, with the with the check-in lady. It's all finna go A-okay. And uh turns out it did not. Then uh fuck, guess what pissed me off? So you know, I'm leaving the parking garage. Well, you know, with my thing, if I give them my chip, they give me a discounted price on parking. Yeah. I had to rush out of there so fast I fucking forgot to get my chip validated. So I had to pay the full fucking like twelve dollars to get out of there. I was like, so, I said, I'm gonna kill the boy. I'm gonna kill him. Then there was an uh, tr- an accident on 45, so I had to take Hardy Toll Road. I had to take 59 to Hardy and Hardy all the way up there. And I'm like, I can't stand him. I was like, I, I was like, I should leave him there. I should just leave him there. Should just turn around. Just I go said, home. I said he's not my kid. I turn my phone off right now. And just be done with it. Wash my hands of the situation. Yeah, just drive off into the sunset. Or I guess into the sun, the noon sun. <laughs> yeah, drive into the noon sun heat. I just, I can't stand him. Anyway, yeah, man, so shit is just fucking wild, dude. But, alright, man. Uh, as you can tell, we're getting longer and longer. Like I said, I'm getting better and better. But, uh, once again, I'm in a bit of pain. But guys, if you have any episode notes for this episode or past episodes, you want us to talk about anything, maybe in another episode... Let us know. Uh, we have a Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. There's plenty of ways for you to contact us or contact us on Anchor. Or if you listen to Spotify, like I said, we're on Twitter and all that stuff. It's uh, wasting our 20s. For Instagram, it's wasting our underscore 20s. Uh, I'm Junior. I'm Alex. And that's it for us. Bye.